0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mellow's Podcast. I forgot the name already, so sorry about that. Uh, First off, I got to start off by saying I apologize for being on a long hiatus. I know it's been a year. A lot of things have happened. A lot of things have happened. I'll probably talk about it in a separate episode because uh, it's a whole other story, honestly. But today, I'm actually very excited about this episode because I will be having my very first guest... I'm honestly really excited I know, I think I've mentioned it in the podcast before That I really wanted to have guests on this thing And finally it's happened, you know It was just really hard during 2020 because We were in a pandemic And I can really see anyone Honestly, aside from my parents But, you know, it is what it is So, let's get into it My very first guest She's a really good friend of mine uh, Met. We met in 2019 2019, right? Yeah 2019 fall uh uh she was a teammate of mine in cross country honestly what i can say is that i never expected that our friendship would grow to the extent to the to where it is right now it's i'm honestly so proud to have her in my life she's she's such a dear friend of mine and her name is darshana nan darsh as we call her you want to say anything
1: yes hello thanks sorry thanks Bella. i'm like getting shy right now i'm getting like the thanks for the youtube um what is it youtube intro and the, the youtube
0: intro this the is a youtube
1: not, intro it was like a youtube intro and like i feel like i'm on the jimmy fallon show right now I'm not even famous
0: you're not even famous. thanks
1: fa- for the famous introduction yeah. listen
0: i am as famous if not beyond jimmy fallon Uh, Not really, though. No, okay, so don't quote me on that, guys. Anyways, so, Darsh, you want to tell us a little about yourself, you know?
1: Yes, hello, everybody. My name is Darshana, but if you want to say it like, hello, Indian, it's Darshana. Um, I go by Darsh. Um, I'm 19. I'm going to... (laughs) I'm in school. I'm in community college. Um, I'm just going with the flow with my life. I have... I don't even know what I'm doing at this point, but... Yeah, here I am sitting at a McDonald's parking lot I'm making a podcast
0: with Mello. Yes, we're at a McDonald's parking lot. We we've been planning this episode for a while. It's just, you know, scheduled conflicts and all that stuff. But it is what it is. We're here now at our local McDonald's. Well her local McDonalds I should yes. say. Not mine. I'm maybe like twenty minutes away from my no, actually more like thirty minutes now from my local McDonalds. Yeah, I'm
1: like four minutes.
0: Yeah, so Darsh, first off let's start off with how's your day going, you know? How's my, how's thing going?
1: Oh my day is going pretty good. Um, I just got back from town and then I went to work. I taught at the youth center today and then I got some McDonalds after and I caught up with mellow, which is really nice because I do not remember when's the last time I actually saw Mello.
0: Yeah, it's been a while honestly since yeah, we last been caught weeks. up. Yeah. Like, one-on-one. I mean, we've seen each other at practice and everything.
1: Yeah, for, like, quick, and then we just run. Yeah. And then, yeah, but first time after a long time, we got to just hang out. And then, yeah, now we're doing the podcast. Yeah,
0: now we're here. So you want to tell us a little bit at the youth center, what you do in there and everything?
1: Oh, so for the summer, so I'm actually just an intern. So I'm an intern, and I just, and a technically health educator. So I just teach uh, students about, like, you know, reproductive health And so this summer, we're actually, we just teach at the youth center. Um, We teach the kids there about the reproductive health because um, usually over like the fall and spring, we're teaching at like the local high schools over here. Like, you know, I don't want to list it, but (laughs) yeah, I teach there through Zoom. So that's it, yeah, I just do this. uh, We just teach the same curriculum, which is just making proud choices, helping teenagers make the proud choices and proud and responsive choices for themselves. And that's it. That's what I do.
0: And how was it? How have they been ever since you started? A- it's
1: been. It's been really good. Uh, I enjoy teaching at the youth center because the kids are more involved and more engaging in the curriculum. Or like when we're presenting, so it makes it so easier on us as health educators because it's not like awkward. You know, the kids are more like goofy kind of, and but they actually they're really they're a really good group of kids. Um, versus like when I go to when I teach on Zoom, or, like, you know, like, Google Maps or Microsoft is, uh, and other high schools, because everybody has, like, their camera turned off, their mic muted, and usually people just type their, like, answers or questions in the freaking chat box. That's me. I was them. Yeah, I do that too, but, like, um, but it's nice that, like, at the u center, like, everybody kind of has their camera on, and their mic on, so, um, they can, like, you can, like, popcorn off of their answers, or when you ask a question, like, um, uh, they're more involved than in, Engage and it, it makes it uh easier on us because we're like okay so I'm like we're glad we're not boring the kids you know they're actually learning something and then you know that they're learning something is because like when we ask questions they have like the perfect answers so
0: yeah that's I give what them I, that. I like that too is like when you get more involved it's like better for both the like the professor or whoever you know everyone i agree with that that it's much better because yeah. uh you know for me in the pandemic you know we've talked about this in private you know that you know i struggled a lot with the online and i'm pretty sure even you struggled online with everything because definitely because it's just like it's we're more used to in person you know Mm -hmm. we're more used to the material being taught and of course you know it's still like tough times you know we're still in the pandemic yeah and we're slowly getting out of it but i mean there's still there's still a lot of hurdles we gotta jump over you know Mm -hmm. but you know i agree with you you know it's so much better to just see it there and getting more involved because then your job is actually pretty fun instead of you just sitting on the computer waiting for people to just be like, and you just hear that, that yeah, silence. Like, yeah,
1: exactly. Like, that makes it more awkward. And like the whole time, like I'm just worrying about them being bored rather than like uh, giving them the information, like really like presenting the information, you know, giving them uh, the information that needs to be passed on to help them. Exactly. the whole time, I'd be focused on, like, the dead silence.
0: I agree. That that dead silence is just the worst.
1: Yeah, it It is.
0: It is the absolute worst. So you Mm -hmm. want to tell us a little more about what you have learned so far in the youth center? Well, like, what stuff have you taught that maybe you could tell the viewers a little bit?
1: Yeah, so... Okay, so it's the same... So it's the Making Power Choices, a curriculum. Um, uh, We just teach the kids... It's basically sex ed, so it's, like, what you would learn... In your health class, but we kind of go more in debt and in, in depth, not debt. Sorry, in more in depth about. We go
0: in depth, guys. We teach you. They teach you. They teach you how to, you know, get a debt and just screw yourselves over. So,
1: no, no, not debt. Sorry, correction. Depth. We go more in depth about the uh, like where we can find like reproductive um, materials, um, like protection, uh, and basically all that, and trying trying to like. Prevent like teenage pregnancy, and the like lower the spread, slow the spread of like STDs and HIV, and then basically like how to like what to do if you do get like STIs or HIV or like if you're a teen and you get pregnant or like where to find, uh, reproductive resources. So we, that's what we help teens do. So we kind of pass the information on to them because these kinds of things are actually uh, really tough to talk about. Um, as teenagers, you know, cause not everybody has like a trusted adult in their life. So I feel like it's re- like the responsibility of us as health educators to, um, be a tr- like a trusted adult and just, just share the information that, cause not like, uh, without, I don't think like if, if I was in high school, like, I don't think I would have known what I know today about like reproductive health services and all that. So, um, I'm really I'm really glad that, like, I'm kind of a health educator and that I can go into high school classrooms and health classes and just pass on this information. And then, like, um, whatever the kids learn or, like, I hope by giving someone this uh, resource and information, they're able to give it to their peers and that we can all just be safe and healthy as teenagers.
0: I agree. I agree with that. I like that because, you know, not many high schools, they don't really focus that much on sex education, if you think about it. They kind of... Like, yeah, sex education, they have the class and everything. Yeah. And they teach you the basics and stuff, but they never really give you, like, the resources. If, for example, if you were to get an STD, like, what would you do? Like, they wouldn't really know. I mean, they'd give you... it. Gi- they'd probably... The, at the very least, they'd probably just point mm-hmm. you in the right direction. But then after that, they don't wouldn't really do much. They wouldn't be like, oh, you got to do this, or you got to do that, or can help you guide it. So... I, I know for sure in my high school experience when I took sex ed, sex educational class, I really didn't, even, I don't even remember much of what she told me. She's told me a lot of stuff because, you know, we've talked about it in private, you know, about your job and what you teach me. And I've always been really interested in learning more about it because, like I said, in high school, I just, they really didn't really teach it that much that well. Yeah. They just kind of just cruised through everything and they just kind of expected you to know, to just, keep it ingrained in your memory knowing fully well that we have like hundreds of other responsibilities to take care of
1: and i feel like in high school there's only like a certain uh, amount of time that you can like in my health classes like learn about sex ed and stuff and then it was about like nutrition and all that so um i'm glad that uh i don't know how like or when this started because when i was in high school i don't remember um the program that i'm in today for work um i don't remember them coming into my high school health classes maybe i had maybe because I was I took health uh, health class my freshman year and then maybe you know started coming after I had left but um it was really it's really nice and helpful (laughs) I lost my train of thought (laughs) what the heck was I saying
0: give her a minute guys she 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 has terrible memory like me
1: yeah sorry I was looking at the trees but <laughs>
0: <laughs> she also gets very distracted easily so yes, I apologize I for that got distracted, sorry. we're
1: legit like facing a
0: drive she sees a, she sees a squirrel and she's gonna be like ooh a squirrel she's like a dog <laughs> she's like a doggy no offense I'm not not trying to be offensive but she's like a doggy she sees a squirrel and she's like squirrel she's like from that uh she's from du- she's dug from up that's what I'll compare it to she's like squirrel oh I have
1: not watched up
0: then ma'am you need to go watch it later yeah. today
1: yeah, um, oh my god, legit, I like forgot, <laughs> what the fudge was I saying, uh, okay, what about my program, oh, so a lot, okay, so basically what I was gonna say, oh, is it recording? Yeah, yeah, okay. it's <laughs> uh, Velo, I lost my train of thought again,
0: <laughs> sorry, it's because the screen turned off, so I was checking to make sure that it was still recording, but, you were talking about your program and, like, you know, how, um...
1: Wait, I forgot, I too, already. God dang it. I'm terrible. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I was... Anyways, um... Dude, what was I saying?
0: You were saying about how, um, you know, school resources, they don't really have that much. How you're...
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, when I was in health class, I don't remember learning what I know today because, as a health educator, now that's what I'm teaching. Now, I guess that's... I guess now that they have... They've put this in the high school curriculum thing for health classes um like a lot of students like you, we all know that they're students right they're minors and um i'm pretty sure majority majority i guess a good amount of people i'm pretty sure they don't work right so they don't have some sources of income and usually their parents are their parents or guardian are their main source of income so a lot of people like students um just our youth in general teens they don't know that you can get like free reproductive um, services you know like where to go so that's what we tell because I remember people telling me uh, teachers telling me in my health class where to go like free you know um, or like confidential uh, services like going to Planned Parenthood and getting uh, free protective like barrier methods and like um, in health classes I didn't I don't think I, I don't remember learning the different types of like birth control and all that so I think that's a very helpful resources because if like if the teens don't know like how are they going to protect themselves you know like from D's or like if they get end up pregnant, like how what are they gonna do? You know, And, like so it's a lot of lot of helpful resources and like so basically our objective of our program is just helping young kids make the most like proud and responsible choices for them. Like here's the information now you make the choice. And when we say prevent teen pregnancy, like we're not saying hey don't get pregnant. Like you're not supposed to get pregnant. We're like no we're not saying that. We're just trying, like, our just our motive is just to help make, help you make the decisions, help you make your own decision. You know, like, here's information. Yeah, just make you make your choice. And the reason, like, I feel like that saying "prevent teenage pregnancy" has like a bad. What is it? Oh, bad.
0: bad ten- omen. Bad. Is
1: it, con- is it connotation or yeah, something like that? Stigma or something. Yeah. Um, and then, like, we do talk about like the the rates of like um high school like dropping out and the, how that leads to like poverty and all that you know so yeah that's that's the objective of my my program that i'm part of and that i teach so i'm not a i'm not a certified teacher i just i'm just a health educator and i work under a supervisor so i'm not og which is cool but i learn a lot i learn a lot from the adults they're I have really good mentors i guess they're my mentors Okay, so they have lots of really useful information that I really hope to I just, I just want to spread my knowledge you
0: know I get you I like that I like your program yeah because you know I like the goal that your program has because you know I mean we can't prevent teen pregnancy even though you know no offense to any parents or out there STDs, STDs. yeah or STDs you know like no offense to any parent out there you know they 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 tell you you know don't go get don't go have don't go. Uh, have sexual intercourse at a young age because Mm -hmm. it's bad I mean we can't we can't prevent that like children as teenagers are going to be curious about it you know not all of course some of them kind of don't care about that stuff but there's a lot of majority a good majority of proportion of kids that are just kind of really interested about it
1: yeah and because like I mean we're like kids are curious you know they're going to start exploring and that's totally fine like yeah yeah, go for it, explore see what you like you know like that's how you kind of find yourself and the things you like or what you like and so it's just like it's cool like do it just protect yourself and like protect like when you protect yourself you're and like make sure to protect the other your partner so whatever partner you have like just protect each other you know
0: exactly and, and what would be, be safe. what would be like one of the best advice you can give to the listeners out there that they could they could spread to like everyone like their friends their children if they were to have that conversation with them you know, what would be the best advice that you could give them right now?
1: I'm sorry, can you repeat?
0: Like <laughs> sorry, what, you repeat? So what would be, like, the best advice that you could give to the listeners out there regarding, like, what you learned from the program, you know? What would be the best advice if they were to have, like, a conversation with their friends, or if they were to have it with their sons, if there are any parents out there listening, or if there's any young... Teenagers who haven't really learned about it Mm -hmm. yet and are really curious or at the stage of curiosity right now, Mm -hmm. what would be the best advice that you could give them?
1: Uh, This is sexually.
0: Yeah, sexually So
1: I would say like, anytime you engage in any like unprotected intercourse or whatever, like always, always use protection, and all like, I just think like, okay, if you if you really love your partner, if you. You love your partner like you'll use protection because you want your partner to be safe and you want yourself to be safe obviously right so yeah my advice would just be um just use protection <laughs> use, there you go kids sorry just I, yeah just use use protection and like because you just you don't like you just don't know I mean sorry I take not you just don't know I mean my what if <laughs> <laughs> what I meant to say was because these things like getting an STI, HIV and all that, that can affect your life or it can affect someone else's life, you know? And I think using protection is like in a way it shows that you in not in a way. You are like you by using protection, it means that you care about your partner. You respect how they feel and you care about their safety. So, our best advice is Always use protections because you cannot, you cannot look at someone and know that they have like an STI or HIV, you know. And then like sometimes getting pre- like as teens, you may get pregnant unless you say you have goals for yourself. And then, but now you have this responsibility, you know. So always use. Uh, it's always be safe, be safe, practice safe sex, guys.
0: There you go, guys. Remember. Use protection. That took me a long time
1: to say. <laughs> I could have just said that,
0: but... It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. So, switching back to school now, or your life, so that the listeners can um, know a little more about you. What's yes. been some of the challenges for you, educationally-wise? Especially right now, given what we went through last year with the pandemic. Okay,
1: so, when I was starting... Okay, so our spring semester started, like,
0: what, January? January. January, there.
1: right? So, spring, I took... A statistics class, but when the pandemic started, it all went. All my classes went online. I was taking anatomy at the time. Um, it was like, oh, shoot, it was. I think basic and no basic anatomy, intro to anatomy. So that turned into online. So it was like a lab class too. Yeah, it was. A, yeah, it was a lecture and a lab. So that was. It was okay. Like, um I gave. Obviously, I was being understanding because um, the online transition was. Like I was adjusting to it, my professors were adjusting to it too, especially because none of them have done online schooling before. So that was uh, definitely very challenging, but obviously I had to be patient and I had to have a little empathy, you know, actually have empathy because this is this was new to me, I've never done an online class in my life before and I'm pretty sure none of my professors have. So when I was taking, when I took statistics, statistics was one of the class that went online I immediately like I just I dropped it because I I really I'm like really terrible at math. I don't know what it is, but I don't know if it's I have like short attention span or any t- like I just I don't I can't learn math through online. Like I just I couldn't do it. If I can't even do it in person in class, I'm not going to do it online. Like so when it turned online, when it transitioned to online, my teacher was struggling herself no offense she was a sweetheart uh but she was kind of struggling to transition online because I remember I was like following up with the emails and all that and I was like you know what I, I'm just gonna drop it I'm just gonna focus on anatomy and I forgot what else I was taking probably psychology yeah I was taking psychology so that was just like two and a half classes because technically the lab whatever so I was taking two classes online I just made it easier for myself because I didn't want to overwhelm myself with school and then like especially like a math class because if I want if I'm gonna take math like I want to make sure like all my attention is on math because I have I failed statistics like my first semester in college so it so it was like a really big deal for me because I'm retaking this class right so I I dropped it and I've been just waiting like for in person but then I ended up signing um Signing up for it freaking over the summer. Worst choice ever. I think it's the only class I took. Wait, no, I took Library 50 as well. Once. You took Library 50.
0: I, I remember that one.
1: Yeah, no. And then I took, I think I took speech. Did you? Yeah, I did. I took speech over this damn summer. <gasps> I did. I was taking math, speech. Okay, that's where I messed up. I
0: remember now because you were, you you did come to me <laughs> uh, to asking, you know, how what was the credit limit for the summer.
1: Yes, exactly. So, yeah, I took freaking the same statistics, statistics statistics again because I had dropped it and um, it was going by pretty fast and first of all it's summer I don't I don't even know what was I thinking now just talking about it I'm questioning myself what was I thinking taking it in the sp- how long is summer school
0: it's like around eight weeks, um, 10 weeks around 8-10 weeks because it's like a month and month and a half so like 8 weeks yeah I want to say 8 weeks Mhm.
1: I'm so sorry. Yeah, so um, that's, a, oh my God, wow. <laughs> Let me just figure out where I messed up. Yeah, so I think the most challenging thing is is already sucking at math and then going ahead and doing it online. And um, at the time, it wasn't live lectures. It was recorded. And so any questions I have, you would have to like email or go to office hours. And first of all, obviously, I'm not going to do that because i'm lazy and i don't want to communicate so which is why i'm probably failing so i guess that's just a challenge i feel like when i'm in person in class like just you know doing it physically like doing the math problems and all that learning math physically i guess that was more helpful i felt like i learned more than i did with the recorded lectures Mm -hmm. Um, recorded lectures were cool but it's just, it's like, you know, when you, it's different watching a video versus when you're online, in person, if that makes any sense. Because the video, I'm going to space out. I'm going to keep clicking pause and going back. I'm guilty. I'm, I'm just going to shave myself. It's okay. It.
0: I, I did the same thing, if I'm being honest. I remember mm-hmm. my, I think at the time I was taking history, and he's like, and my teacher told me, oh, I did, I have recordings of, mm-hmm. like, audio recordings on my, on, on Canvas, which was our app that we used to, access school and um he's like oh we have a. I have audio recording so if you need to learn anything or want to hear me explain Mm -hmm. something he'd be like oh i have it right there and i remember myself even i like i zone out i space out i just be like oh this is this is fun and then after like five minutes i'm like i'm doing something else already
1: yeah literally i agree um Uh, so I think the most challenging part is just the transition to online and it's more like I think the most challenging part is paying attention like you know when I'm in in in-person class I I guess I space out for just a bit and then I go back and I'm like okay what is the teacher talking about right I gotta pay attention before I get asked a question or something um and it, it kind of helps because when you're in person, you're put on the spot, you know? Like some professors, like when they're talking and they're, and they're asking random questions, they're like, hey, like, why don't you give me the answer, right? So um, when I know that, then I'm like, I'm forced to pay attention because I know I'm gonna be asked a question. Uh, that's how i in my biology class. So that's why I was just paying attention because um, online, when my, for, when my freaking classes transitioned, online, spring semester, COVID, um i would just for anatomy we had live lectures that we had to attend and i had flexible professors right but i would still go so i would still go um to the online lectures but obviously i had the option to turn off my my mic and turn off my camera and i would just sit in my bed and you know what you do when you sit in your bed i was going like you know you start going on your phone right i get like, it
0: that's what i did too just yeah. lay in bed and just- be on your phone, which is honestly a tough. T- pretty sure there's a lot of people out there too who just went through the same thing. Like they just they couldn't pay attention be with the computer screen.
1: Yeah, and that made me more lazier than I already am. Like I'm already lazy, but it just made me more lazy because if like in person you can't do that. You can't just go on your phone. Professors are gonna look at you like, are you serious about this or no? You know. um So in person, like you, you just you just gotta like stare. You just I don't know. Oh, and in person in-person classes i'm sorry i'm comparing in-person and online classes in person like i would actually like, take notes so i'll pay attention you know look at my notes like the, the, the professor was talking about online like i just i didn't take any notes i wasn't really paying attention and then it sucked because uh, i suck at math and here i am not paying attention and like failing the class but next semester which is 2021 now fall i am taking math again obviously for the damn I don't know what time I
0: think it'd be like the third. fourth or third third, third time, because you only I have tra- one shot left
1: because I dropped the
0: yeah side. you dropped the first two times yeah, so this would be my
1: last and third time um my, yeah, third. yeah third time this would be your last chance yeah so I'm going in person that's one of the classes I signed up in person and I just I, I hope with better worth ethics I hope that's what I'll bring to this
0: and how, how excited back. are you going back into, in person now, especially I'm, after, you know, what you've spoke about, your experience with online?
1: I am not, I don't want to go back, because I think I've gotten so comfortable, like, doing school from the comfort of my own home. Like, first it was a bit rocky, again, like, it was like, um, uh, first it was, oh, yeah, sorry, I wanted to say something else. Um, remind me, <laughs> before I forget. <laughs> So, yeah, first, uh, when it first happened, it was, like, all rocky, but then I got, like, then the I got comfortable, right, because laziness kept in, and then now here I am, turning off my camera, turning off my mic.
0: Hey, what's up, you guys? Um, As you noticed, the audio cut off. Um, so, I record these, um, these episodes from my phone, and I got a call from my dad, so the audio just cut off, unfortunately, and uh, we were going to continue the recording, but... Uh, Darsh had to get going because um her mom wanted her home and understandable you know things you know we have our own personal lives to to attend to so we had to stop the episode there but we w- I will be posting a part 2 we've agreed that later this week we will we will hopefully pick up where we left off and just um and uh continue the conversation because I really enjoy what we were talking about you know It's like, it's been really great catching up with her. Like, you know, like we mentioned in the beginning of the episode, it's been, it's been a while since, you know, me and her had a, like a one-on-one conversation. Like we do see each other at cross country practice, but we really don't have like the time to talk that much, like one-on-one. So it was really nice just being able to catch up to her. And I'm really looking forward to part two. Again, I apologize you guys for the sudden, the sudden, um, stoppage or, uh, halt, I guess. Of, you know that episode I know we were really getting into it and it was really fun but you know life happens and we gotta we gotta deal with our we gotta do our own thing you know we gotta we gotta continue moving forward you know but be on the lookout for part two you know and I want to thank Darsh for the time she gave me it was really great you know we did catch up before we recorded the episode but um yeah so keep out keep an eye out for part two in the meantime you guys. If you like what you're listening to, go ahead and subscribe to Who Is Mellow. I remember my podcast name. I forgot it in the beginning of the episode. I apologize. It's been a while. So, you know, don't judge me too harshly, please. But yeah, I, uh, I'm hoping that now, because I have more free time, you know, I will be posting more episodes regularly and interviewing more friends of mine who have influenced my life, who have been there for me. So, you know. Be on the lookout for new episodes. Uh I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say what my posting schedule will be because I've mentioned it before that I want to post every week and unfortunately that didn't happen. So I apologize for that. But you know, life happens and you know I will be posting the update video on you know where I've been, what has happened since my last episode, which was apparently in June of 2020. So it's been literally a year, a year, a little more over a year. Since I've last posted an episode. So I will be posting that update video. Hopefully later this week as well. Or next week. So be on the lookout for that. In the meantime you guys. Like I said. If you like what you listen to. Go ahead and subscribe to Mellow, And I'll catch you guys later. Lates.